You are listening to episode 72 of Fearless Rebel Radio. This is a very special episode where I am interviewing women just like you. You know, when you hear a story from somebody else and it inspires you and gives you hope that you can do the same thing, that is my intention with today's episode. Today, I am sharing the stories of three different women who I had the honor of getting to know over the past few months as they did the Rock Your Body coaching program with me in the spring. They have very different stories with one thing in common. They hated their bodies and held a lot of anger and resentment toward themselves because of their self-image and their life was being impacted in a negative way because of this. I'm sharing their stories today because if anyone can inspire you to know that change is possible and that you don't have to hate your body and that you can have freedom in your life, it's these women. They are just like you and today they stand here with an entirely new appreciation for themselves and outlook on life. I'm super pumped to share their stories and I'm so grateful they took the time to want to share their stories with you. You can see the video version of these interviews at summerinandin.com forward slash spotlight. That's summerinandin.com forward slash spotlight. If you'd like to know more about the Rock Your Body coaching program and get access to the free mini course, go to rockyourbodynow.com. The fall program begins on October 3rd and the free mini course is now available. As well, enrollment is open from September 15th to September 30th. So go to rockyourbodynow.com to get those details. Today, we are going to be chatting with Carolyn, Heather, and Emily. Let's get started with the show. What's up, everyone? I am introducing you first to Carolyn. You may know Carolyn if you are in my uh, Facebook community, the Break the Rules with Summer In and In group. Carolyn is a badass woman, uh, but when I met her, she hated everything about herself, and she thought that if she could just look a certain way, everything would be perfect, and she would be happy and be loved. Today, she stands here and she now says, I have a true deep belief that I am lovable and I am worthy. I am welcome to all the beautiful things that are out there that I had limited myself to before. There are no limits now. In her words, if she can do this, so can you. I'm so excited for you to hear this. This is Carolyn's Spotlight. Hello, Carolyn. Hello, Summer. Welcome to this very special episode of Fearless Rebel Radio. And welcome to your opportunity to share your story with the world. I'm so excited to have you here today. Well, thank you. I am very excited. It sounds um, sounds awesome, but it's funny when I say, hello, Summer. It's kind of what I say around uh, July in this neck of the woods. So <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've never heard that before. No, I bet not. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you tell everyone just a little bit about who, who you are, where you live? Who, who is Carolyn? Um, Carolyn Rutley. I'm almost 48 years old. Um, I was carded not that long ago, funny enough. So oh, um, I know it's yeah, more on the guy's part than it was on mine, I'm sure. Um, I live in Edson, Alberta, so northern Alberta. Um, it's a very oil and gas male-centric town. So um, I cut quite the figure being all colorful and whatnot, but feels good. 
I'm um, an IT consultant. I'm currently working for uh, one of the airports here in Alberta, and I'm uh, I'm a rock star. So yes, <laughs> yes, you are. And speaking of which, so obviously for people that don't know, Carolyn was part of the Rock Your Body program in the spring, and um, you're here today to just really talk about your story because I think that you your your story is so inspirational, and I know that it's going to help help other people. And I know that that's something you really want to do now too. So, which we will get to, but why don't we turn back the dial a little bit and why don't you just tell everyone a little bit about what were some of the frustrations that you had with your body image or with the way that you felt about yourself in the past? Uh, okay. Um, I hated everything. I mean, I'll be honest. I hated myself. I hated how I looked. I hated my closet. I hated my feet. I hated my, you name it. There was nothing redeeming. Um, I don't know what my husband saw in me when we met, um, but that's kind of where it started because he was like, you're beautiful. You're fine. I'm like, no, I'm not because I, in my mind, I didn't fit anybody's ideals, whether it be societal or parental or friends, I look different than anybody else. I felt different. And I just, I figured it's that all, that whole thought of if I looked this way, then everything would be perfect. Mm. Um, and I could never get that way. It didn't matter what diet I followed, what exercise program I followed, what I did. I couldn't stick with anything. Nothing was sustainable. And of course that was all my fault, or so I thought, right? If I was better at this, if I could do this, if I could lose the weight, if, 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 then I'd be good. Um, because I was fat and I was heavy and, not, you know, I didn't have proper clothes and I haven't forbid spending money on clothes, right? You know, a $10 men's shirt at Walmart was, was oh my God, I'm going to spend this and have something that sort of fits because I wasn't worth anything. Um, and that... That was my thought. That was my belief for years and years and years. Yeah, yeah. And that's, um, that's pretty overwhelming. It, it sucked, you know. And I, I always, I have to be honest, there was always something kind of in the back of my head that said, this isn't right. How you feel isn't right. What people are saying isn't right. Um, you know, you'd walk down the street and be called, you know, whatever the word is you of the day of, I'll let you fill in the blank. Um, and you'd think, you're right, but you know what? I'm not that way. And deep down inside, I'm a good person. I'm worthy. I'm, I, you know, I am worthy of your time and your attention and of being talked to. And the outside world didn't allow that. On the flip side, I also didn't allow that for myself. So it was me in a little box, in a little bubble, not doing anything I wanted, how I wanted, dress what I wanted, do what I wanted, because I didn't think I was that I was allowed to do that being the size I was. And what was that like for you? Overwhelmingly sad. Like it was, it, I felt that if, if I could just look a different way, then I would be happy and that I would be loved. Um, I didn't feel like people loved me or even liked me. I was tolerated or, oh, it's the big loud lady is coming. I just, it, it felt unauthentic and it didn't feel right. It just felt wrong. Like this isn't how I want to live my life and this shouldn't be how anyone should have to live their life. Yeah. Um, I deserve love and beautiful things around me and beautiful people around me and humor and lightness. It was just so dark and it was a dark place to be in a dark place to live. 
Yeah. But what's so beautiful about that is that you came to that realization that you did deserve it. And so what prompted you to, to want to make a change to see that within yourself? I, I really do think that I thought somewhere along the line that what I was doing wasn't helping. Didn't matter what I followed, what I did, nothing felt authentic and right. It just felt like I was following somebody else. And maybe I'm not so much a follower as I want to be more out in front of the pack. So uh, why am I following you? Why are you telling me I can't eat corn? Like, what kind of thing tells you not to eat corn? This isn't right. Something (laughs) isn't right. (laughs) Corn is so good. I know. know. Right? I still can't get enough. Every night, a corn on the fucking pot. Like, it's just... And so it was like, this can't be right. You can show me all the science and this and that, but it's no different than when I went and bought a car. So this dealership says, I can show you this book and this award and this and that. And it's like, and I can walk across the street and this company can show me this award and this book and the stop. I've, I've got to figure out something that's going to make me feel like me. You know, when I was eating packaged food or when I was, you know, following a list of a hundred things I could eat and not eat. It didn't, nothing felt right. What was a real turning point for you? Um, One of the big ones that I remember, I was reading in bed one night on my iPad, um, Health at Every Size by uh, Linda Bacon, which still makes me chuckle when I think of her name. Sorry. Um, (laughs) Because that's fantastic. I want the last name, you know, chocolate or something. So, um, but in all seriousness, I was reading the part when they were talking about weight loss surgery and, you know, removing of the stomach or stapling it and all that stuff. And there was um, a link that you could go and you could read people's um, experiences with it, you know, and they were, for lack of a better word, horrific. Um, Like, it's in the book, so I feel I can say it. People, you know, dying from it. You know, they have what they call a puke bucket that they carry around because they can't keep food down. And reading about these people that were even, you know, I mean, dying because of this. And there was a part of me while I was lying in bed going, you know, but maybe if I did have the surgery, I could at least get thin. I would be thin. So that kind of took me back because I really realized at that point that so you'd rather be thin than alive. (laughs) Okay. Like that's how I kind of equated it that, you know, I, I could finally be thin and it didn't matter what I had to go through to be that way. And it took this whole journey took on kind of a new meaning for me because then I knew that ain't right. It is not that that can't be how I would want to live my life. Yeah. That was the wake up call. Right. It really kind of was because I was lying. I remember, I remember thinking to myself, well, yeah, that happened to them, but maybe it wouldn't happen to me and maybe yes. be successful. And I could lose X amount of weight yes, in the triple digits and then, woohoo, you know, but it, it, that's not what it was about. So I reread it and I really, then I knew that I had to embrace this because if that was my thought where it was, I really would rather be thin and sick and, and possibly die, that that was okay my brain was messed up and I needed to, to get rid of all that external shit that had filled my brain thinking that it was okay. At least you were thin, even if you were dying or dead. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, and funny enough in, I think it was February, I popped an email for, um, the women's strength summit. And there was a little blurb that just said, you know, it's about being strong and it's about being 
I can't even remember the words, but I thought this looks interesting and it seems like it's a different approach. It's a lot of women talking and a lot about strength and what you can do as women. Um, and I think, I mean, men can do it too, but for me, it spoke to me that this isn't maybe a diet or an exercise program. This is a more of a way of life. Right. Um, so I, I thought, well, I, why not? Nothing. It, just another thing. We'll try it. We'll listen to some of these women and yeah, and that's where it took off. And I listened to a few and then you showed up and I actually never got past you, to be honest. It, it stopped there and I was like, I got to look up this woman. She seems pretty cool. And it just, it took off from there because it, nothing that I did or I looked or I heard when it, when it, when it, was, when it was in regards to this didn't seem real. It's, it felt like I could do this, like it was attainable. Like even someone telling me at the, at some point you will love yourself. It's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Um, but maybe, maybe. And it was that little bit of hope that I said, this is worth a try. I've tried everything else other than surgery. What the hell? I might as well try this too. What spoke to you about that? That it wasn't a, it wasn't a not, it wasn't don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. It was do this. Do, do like this is these are good things um let's let's promote ourselves let's let's look at doing things that we like to do that are good for us and our mind not just diet and exercise yeah right? because that's okay. all we've been shoved down shoved down our throats you know eat this way exercise this way do this way do that way there was never anything else mm -hmm. so this was a different a whole different take on it and it was like Maybe, maybe there's something to this. Maybe, maybe I can learn something new. Yeah. Why did you decide to then, you know, fight for yourself? I think for the first time, I realized that maybe I'm okay the way I am. Um, I, by listening to you and some of your links and some of your podcasts and, and, you know, just the body remix and some of the things that I was reading on the Facebook page and from other fat women was like, well, if you're okay and you kind of look like me, then maybe I can be okay. And uh -huh. what you're saying, just to listen to the words and go, every body is beautiful, right? It's, it's a body. It's, it's, it's all it is. Um, health doesn't matter and reading the, you know, going through the health at every size and reading the books, the things that I've never even remotely thought of before just kind of flipped everything over and coming from the parental and the society of you can't be fat and beautiful. You can't be fat and good. So when I would look at books like health at every size or the body positive, it was like, well, that's just an excuse to be fat. And what do they know? Because nobody told me any different, right? I okay. Was, I, was a, I was a sheep. I was, I was yeah. following all the other idiots going this way instead of going that way. Right? You were a sheep, but you say it didn't, it never felt right. No. Can you just talk no. about what that, what you mean when you say it didn't feel right? <sighs> I'm not sure how to explain it. It was just always, okay, here's another diet. Here's if... It was almost like, well, the last six books I read didn't work. So I'm going to do this, but they're basically kind of saying the same thing. Well, this one's not going to work. So 
if, if none of this is working and I still don't feel better about myself and the, the miracle cure and this, this diet isn't right, then maybe it's not about that. You know, because um, nobody I watched, oh, I followed this diet, but I put the weight back on. I followed this. I did this. I did that. And it was almost like no one around me was successful. Nobody around me had, you know, I would get emails all the time. Hey, Carolyn, I'm starting this. You should start this with me. Hey, Carolyn, let's do this together because you should be on it too. And nothing ever worked. So it was like until I see some proof, what are you guys all giving me except telling me it's the number one diet plan and the number one book and the number one this and, you know, we'll give you a life. Like, why do I have to work and lose weight to have a lifetime um uh, what's the word like it um when you don't have to pay you get a lifetime membership yes. to a diet company well if it works why the fuck do i need a lifetime thing i don't need to go back <laughs> if it's gonna work right yeah 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 <laughs> good <laughs> fair point <laughs> so it just it never felt that there was anything out there that was working for me and after a while it was like is it really me? Am I that much of a failure? And am I that much of a loser? And am I that much of a uh, no willpower that all of these don't work? Yeah. Mm, I'm not so sure. I'm yeah. not so sure. So you fought for yourself, like you were done with the other thing. And I think, you know, you, you mentioned you're 48 years old, which is, it's never too late to get to this realization. You know, some women, yeah. it happens when they're 22, which I look back on God, and I think, I oh my so. God. Right? Yeah. Please. Yes. 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 But, I, but I love that you, you, you know, you still came to that, that realization for yourself and decided, what did you decide you wanted? Like, what were you ready for? I was ready for the no more um, feeling like I was useless because damn it, I'm not. And I knew I wasn't. I knew I was smart. I was successful. There were so many good things about me, but all of my effort and time and energy was to finding the right thing that would make me look different. I was, I was tired of it. I was, I was tired of waking up every day going, okay, I'd really like some frosted flakes for breakfast, but I better have my one egg and one piece of bacon that's turkey bacon. Whoever invented turkey bacon should be shot because it's not a thing. Just saying. Like, why should I have to think when I wake up exactly down to the, like, it's just, it was the time and the effort. And though I have to go grocery shopping because I need more snap peas, but I can't have corn, but I can have peas. It, it just, it seemed like it was just too much. And I was, I was tired. I was tired of all of it. I was tired of printing out the, the, grocery list. I was tired of highlighting the book. I was tired of carrying a book with me or a scale to the grocery, to the, to the restaurant, like, and watch people half my size ordering plates of wings with blue cheese dressing. I don't even like blue cheese dressing, but I'm like, I want some. It, it, it was, I was tired. Yeah. Was done. Yeah. Was and just, what did you, what better. did you want to feel? Free. I wanted okay. to feel like I wanted to feel free and I wanted to feel like you know, I wanted to feel like I was okay being me, the mm. real authentic true me and that's that wasn't freedom. me. That's the freedom. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. And so what were what were some of the stepping stones for you on on your journey? Um the first the first stepping stone had to be willing to take the chance. Cause this was radical. This was, <laughs> yeah, you know, me. like I'm not, yeah, right. 
I, I didn't tell anybody. I'm like, okay. And I told my husband, I'm going to do, I'm going to be listening to some things. So go away from the office for a while. He's like, okay. Um, and then I said, I was following you and reading what you had done in your book. And then you have this rock your body. And I was like, okay, am I going to pay for something that I have no idea what the hell is going to come out of this? And I thought, if I were to think of how much money I've given to, well, you know what, I'm just going to use names, Jenny Craig, Weight Watchers, the books, the whole 30, the amount of money I have spent walking into diet centers and on prepackaged food and on expensive sprouted pumpkin bread, as opposed to buying a bun, I thought if I can do that, this is worth one more try. It, it, it really is. Um, so I hooked it up. We got together and I just, I had to have faith in something. I had to believe that if this wasn't going to be the thing, then maybe the next thing was I couldn't give up on myself anymore. Yeah. Because really it felt like every time I dieted, I was just giving up on myself. Okay, well, here's another diet. I was never excited about going on something right. because I knew it wouldn't work. So maybe this would. And then your program came and you came and the other people in your program came. And it was kind of like, you know, I'd found a home. I'd found somewhere where I belong. Even if people didn't look like me or sound like me or, or live like me, at least it was like, oh, you kind of get it. And, oh, this sounds like it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so what was that like for you making, like getting, going into that and what it was started hard. to click for you? Yeah. Okay. So what was hard right. about it? it? It, well, it was hard because it was so different. I'm like, I can eat whatever I want. No, <laughs> that's not right. <laughs> You're just kidding. I know. Um, okay. Right. So it was, it was a complete reversal and that was hard to implement because it was like, okay, well now I can eat anything. Well, now there's no, now there's no control. Um, and then, you know, putting some weight on some extra weight again. And it was like, well, now I'm, <laughs> now I'm worse. You know, that was kind of, there was a part there where it felt like it was worse, but it still felt right. If that makes any sense. Um, what was feeling right about what you were doing? The freedom in my brain. Like okay. I had all this time in my head. Cause it was like, okay, it's lunchtime. Okay. Just eat what I want. What, uh, okay. Um, and half the time I didn't know what I want. I still don't know what I want, but it was like, well, maybe I don't want to eat at all. Okay. Or it's, you know, three o'clock. Well, now I'm going to have lunch. It just, it, 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 there was so much freedom and relief in my head that it's okay to do what feels right to, to me, to, to my mind and my body and really listening to what I wanted as opposed to what somebody else told me I should want. Yeah. And was that, what, did that come to you from a body perspective as well? Like the way that you felt about yourself? It didn't. Um, I still didn't like my body, yeah. uh, but in your program, and I don't know if this is the segue into that, but there's a part in your program where it was learning to love your body as it is now. Um, and I was like, <laughs> no, again, because really, to be honest with you, I fought you every step of the way. You might not have known that, but it was like, no, that ain't going to work. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> girl, that is not going to work. Yeah. And then, of course, it did. Um, and, you know, I can appreciate my legs. Yes, I had someone tell me, well, your legs are like concrete. I can crush probably watermelon with my legs. Like, they're strong, so I can appreciate that. And all these parts of the body. And I remember one time we talked, 
and I couldn't love my whole body because there were things about it that don't that don't do anything. And I remember saying to you, what do I do about this area here, right? The fat that's under the armpit. Like there's no good comes of that. It doesn't do anything. And you said to me, let's just meh. It's part of the body. It's there. You don't have to love it, like it, whatever. But maybe you give no thought to it because it doesn't matter. And that has stuck with me for months now. And it's it's true. I don't think about this. I put my bra on. I put my clothes on. It's there. You know, I don't sit there now and, and, and hold it and go, oh, my God, it's horrible and I'm horrible. It's just, it's there. And I move on to the next thing I want to think about. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's astounding. I mean, the hours I would spend, you know, oh my God, my knees are fat. What the hell does that even mean? Who has fat knees? It's a bone, <laughs> right? But I would be, oh, my knees are fat. Every single part of my body is fat. You know what? I have fat. It's a descriptor. It doesn't mean that's how I feel anymore, right? I feel, I can feel heavy and I can feel, you know, maybe sad that I've put on some weight or I can feel different emotions, but I don't feel fat anymore because it's a word. I have fat. You bet. So what? Yeah. So let's, let's really contrast like what, what you notice that's different about you now, especially I want to come back to you know, these feelings of unworthiness that you spoke Mm. of, but that you were having before. What's, what's different for you now? Um, the, the true deep belief that I am lovable, that I am worthy, that I am, I can, I am, I am welcome to all those beautiful things that are out there that I had limited myself before. There's no more limits. Um, you know, yes, there's like, for instance, I can't zip line because I'm too heavy to zip line. To be honest with you, I have no desire to zip line whether I'm, you know, the size of a toddler. Doesn't matter. I'm not going over. I'm not doing it. But I give myself that freedom that if I want to color my hair, I'll color my hair. You know, if I, I am taking up space because I'm allowed to take up space. I, I'm big. I'm loud. I'm, I'm funny. I'm all those things, but it has nothing to do with my body. And before it was like, okay, well, I've got to wear the darkest clothes and the smallest things. And, you know, if I go to a party, I got to sit in the corner or I'll take a chair instead of a couch. Cause if I sit on the couch, two other people can't sit. Right. Those are all those things I would have to think about. You know what? If I want to sit on the fucking couch, I'm going to sit on the fucking couch. And if you're going to squeeze in beside me, well, let's just get comfy because I I don't care anymore. It's the freedom to say I'm authentic. This is me. Take it or leave it. And if you don't like me, that's okay too, because there's a lot of people out there that will. And living that authentic life where you really know that you're okay just as you are. I mean, there's nothing better. There's nothing better. Except maybe a really good chocolate cake. Yeah. Just just (laughs) putting that up. (laughs) What have you you been able to do differently now? Like you mentioned, you know, if you want to sit on the fucking couch, you sit on the fucking couch. You want to color your hair, you color your hair. Like what what else have you done? Oh, I've... My closet, gone. I mean, I think, what was, was it, 14 bags or some intense thing, I went and I bought clothes. I mean, I'm fortunate enough that I was able to go and almost rebuild the wardrobe. But to wear something bright or to to know that if I walked into a store, I could say, do you have this in this size? And if you don't, fine, I'll go to the next store. Um, you know, to be able to say to the haters out there, I, I'm not going to feel bad because of how you feel. That's your shit, not mine. Um, I, you know, I... 
I'll get on a boat, I bike, I'll go walk. Before, I'm like, oh great, the fat lady's walking around the neighborhood. Well, I can't do that. I've got to do it on the treadmill in the basement. You know, I get up in the morning now, hair all over the place, t-shirt, shorts, out I go. Because if I want to walk, I'm going to walk. I don't let anything hold me back just because of, like before I did, because I didn't feel like I should be doing stuff. There's no more should or shouldn't. If I want to do it, yes, 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 yes. And how does that feel like to get all the should and shouldn't baggage off your shoulder and all the not caring what other people think? I don't know if there's words, Summer. I don't know if there's words because you can use freedom and greatness and happiness, but it's just a, it's almost a sense of peace. Yeah. You know, I, I think of the time I went not that long ago to buy a pair of tap shoes. Now I'm a size 11 foot. I am a heavy woman. I, you know, people who you think of tap dancers and dancers, I'm not the type going into the store. I went in, no, no holds barred. And I said, sell me some tap shoes. Seven minutes later, I walked out with a pair of tap shoes. I never would have done that. I would have ordered them online. And then if they didn't fit, I would have said, well, it's too bad. I've got them now, but they won't do anything. No, it's just that freedom. I I keep going back to the word freedom and it really is. It's, It's the freedom to do what you want still look after yourself. It's not a, it's not a free for all that you can just, there's, you have to do what feels right for you. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to. And if you want to work out, great. If you don't, great. If it's your health and your being is with your doctor and that's it. And your body is just your body and embrace it. Right. If, if someone wants to look sideways at me going down the street, well, Okay, that really is learning that it's about them is the key. It's not about me. It's not about me. Because you don't know me. So if you're going to judge me on how I look, bring it on. Come at me. See what happens. And I feel like those top shoes, that was a real highlight moment for you. (laughs) Totally, totally. Really. Because I probably for, um, I took a class with a friend. Oh, I think I worked it out 12 years ago. And I used sneakers. The whole time I was doing running shoes. And the one lady said to me, the, the instructor, she goes, you know more about tap than I do. I had, because I'd, I'd done it for years and years and years. And it took me 12 years to go into a fucking store and buy a pair of shoes because I was too worried about what somebody would think or the comments that they make make. Yeah. So wow. to wait that long, I mean, I'm down there almost every night now in my garage doing the same 15 moves over and over and over because I can't do much more yet because I'm still, you know, I'm, I'm not very fit. So I'm trying to gain some strength. Um, but you know, and if that's all I do for two years is the same 15 moves for 20 minutes a night, I'm happy as anything. My husband comes down, he records me. We laugh, we have fun. What can you ask for anything more? No, no way. So how is your life different for you now? I am immensely happier. Um, And when I say happy, it's not just the, oh, I woke up happy today. It's that innate sense that I'm okay. I still have shitty days. I cry. I do whatever. Yeah, of course. You know, there's days I wake up and I'm like, oh, for fuck's sakes. But you know what? It doesn't last because I know that, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to live in this upsetness or this misery for a while because I, it's what I'm feeling. But I know that when I come out the other side, I am a good person. I am lovable. I am to feel that you can be loved and you're worthy of love. I don't even know how to express the words for that because I never had that growing up. I mean, until I met my husband, I didn't even know unconditional love. And 
we've only been together for seven years. So feeling like I truly deserve love and I deserve respect and I deserve, um, you might not like me. You might not tolerate me. You might not like a single thing about me, but damn it, I'm a human being. And for that, you will have respect. Um, and I just, I, I feel like I can conquer the world. I really do. <laughs> wow. I, can, I do because, you know, I'm not going up no fucking Mount Everest because that's just insane in my <laughs> mind. I, I don't get it. I know it, you climb it because it's there, but come on, like baby girl, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but if, if I could, there's, I feel like I could do anything I want to do. Right. So if I want to, if I want to help somebody, if I want to do something, um, I'll do it. And what I do in the privacy of my own home and with my body and with my doctor is nobody's business, but mine. And that's okay. That's amazing. You're, you're so, you're so amazing. You know, when, when you first, um, you know, when we first interacted on the first, you know, the, the coaching call, like you were always on the coaching call. I remember that. It was really cool. Um, to, to just be a part, I'm just so honored to have been a part of your transformation. Oh, well, thank you. I remember the first call and you said to me, um, you know, what do you, what do you want to hear? And I said, I just want to hear that, you know, that I love you. And, and for, for me to really feel like I love myself. And I remember crying and thinking, oh, I can't look at myself every day and say, I love you because I don't love me. I've, I can every day now. And that's, that's you and your program and this body positivity movement and all the people out there that are believing in this and knowing that we are okay. Um, and you know, for someone to say, well, if you lose weight, you can do this. Like, do I seem like I need more energy? Do I seem like I need to do this or that back off? I, I know what's best for me now. I didn't before, but I know what's best for me now. And that would be, you mentioned, I was always on the coaching call. And that's what, if anybody's watching this or listening to this and going, should I do this? There's two things. Yes, you should do it. I don't care. Big borrow steel do this with you because it is so, it's so amazing and important. And the second thing is, you, you know, there's, there's lots of stuff to do in it. There's lots of missions. There's lots of this, but if nothing else, get on those calls and get that coaching with you and listening to the other girls. That was the powerful part. That was so important um, because the words can, o- the writing can only do so much, at least for me. Yes. Um, but being on that call and listening and really feeling what the others were feeling and being able to open up to you, that was what made really what made it. Yeah. Sure. Yes. Yeah. I'm so happy to hear that's what, you know, that's what works so well for you. That's, that's amazing. I mean, I loved being a part of it with you. I'm so honored, you know, that we have this relationship now that, um, you know, you're just someone who's in my life and I just, and I just love it. Like you're just, you're such an inspiration and I just, uh, I don't have enough words to express the gratitude. It's just, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I just love you. And I thank you so much for coming here to share that. Well, thank you. And it really does go back that way. Um, I, I don't know. I would hate to think what the last six months would have been without this. I'd be yeah. sitting here feeling the same way. Um, and for, so I feel you've gone from kind of the coach mentor whatever, that there's a friendship there, that there's a, that there's a kindred spirit. Yes. Um, right. That you, I could ask you anything. I feel you could ask me anything. And just being able to have that relationship of someone who gets it right. Cause not a lot of people in my current situation 
get it. From being told to, well, if anyone should be on a diet, it should be you. Great friends, right? Uh, No longer friends, but you get it. And being surrounded by people that get it and helping me get it, you know, what can't we do? So the honor goes right back to you and, and the appreciation is, I'll never, ever, ever be able to repay you for helping change my life. And, and I can say that without contestation. Wow. I don't even know what to say. You have, I mean, we we are going to meet in person because I know you're coming to the retreat. So I'm going to just like bowl you down with hugs. But um, as we, as we wrap this up right here, I would love you to offer what's one piece of advice that you have for other women listening. Oh, just one piece. Oh, I know you have a lot. Um, Well, you can talk about what you're going to do. You're, you can, you know, Tell me. Well, I, I'm going to start um, my own blog and website um, just from I feel that everyone out there who is on this has, has kind of transitioned and, and done this. I'm still a work in progress. And I would like to bring people along with that work in progress to hear my good days, my bad days, and maybe give voice to the women like me who don't have that voice, who aren't that comfortable being the crazy extrovert that I can be. Um, but the one piece of advice is try it. Um, there's nothing that says you have to jump in with both feet. Bring me a toe. Bring me a toe and I will maybe get the foot in and maybe the ankle. And you may come in and go out and go in and go out. But if something hasn't worked for you, why do we keep doing it? Because that's that's the definition of insanity. So just try it. Give it a shot. Come in with an open mind and an open heart and see what these women and what we're going through. Because it's it's... It's almost like the freedom to be yourself. And if that doesn't excite you, then come in and see what it is like because that's the exciting part. It really is. Being yourself and the authentic person that you were made to be because you're fantastic just the way you are. Yes, yes. And as you said to me earlier, like your mantra for yourself is, is, you know, I want to show women if I can do it, they can do it. Oh my God. And you know, I used to hear that <laughs> on diet sites. Well, if I can lose 212 pounds and you can lose 10. Well, yeah, but it's, I, uh, um, it, but it, it is true. It's, it's that whole almost fake it till you make it. Because when I first started this, I had one foot in, but I tell you, I had one big fat ankle out. <laughs> I'm like at the sign of the first thing wrong. I'm, I'm bailing and I never had to. And, and just, it's like anything, try it, fake it till you make it. And, you know, if I can be positive in this body and I can be, you know, with my, with my upbringing and my background where nobody loved me, if I can get to this stage in a few, in not that long a time, oh, come along for the ride because it, it, it you can do it too. I have faith in every single person out there for sure. Yes. And so do I. And so do I, which is why I you know, always <laughs> had your back and believed in you and everybody else from the start. Cause I just yes. know, I yeah. know I see it. I see you as this like powerful woman. I talk about your superpowers, <laughs> you know, I, I picture you just like, you know, cutting up the world and <laughs> making it into this really awesome place with your voice. And, uh, yeah. And, and again, I just thank you so much. And, and, uh, maybe we should just mention your chair cause I didn't. Oh yes. So cool. My, my, my deeper lazy boy recliner. It's, um, and it's mine, all mine. Hubby has his own. I have my own. <laughs> 
It's so great. Well, I love you, Carolyn. Thank you so much for taking the time to share your story. I really appreciate it. And we're going to be seeing more of you now that you are going to be sharing your voice with the world. And I will share your blog when awesome when this goes live because your blog will be live when this goes live. So I'll link yes, to that yes. in, the, in the show notes and everything else as oh, well so awesome. people can find it. Yes. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you, Summer. And thank you, everybody out there. And uh, keep on keeping on. Yeah. Keep on keeping on. Yeah. We'll on, go with it. Right? Rock on. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're going to do. Okay. Thanks, Summer. Thanks. Okay, seriously, how much do you love Carolyn? She is awesome. Next up, we have Emily. Emily had been a prisoner of perfectionism and was sick of pretending to be someone she was not in order to gain approval and um, not be judged by others. Her body had defined her self-image and she was ready for a change. Emily stands here today saying, I am purely enjoying life now. Emily is another one of my rock stars. Again, you can check her, uh, the video out for this at summerinandin.com forward slash spotlight. Here is Emily's story. Welcome, Emily, to the Rock Your Body Spotlight and Fearless Rebel Radio. Thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, so why don't you just tell everyone a little bit about who you are, where you live, you know, what you do. Um, so my name's Emily. Um, I um, grew up in Michigan originally um, in a kind of small town, and now I live in New Hampshire. Um, we just recently moved here with my fiance. Um, I am a physician. Um, I work in the emergency room, which is kind of a high stress kind of <laughs> environment. Um, I pretty much have grown up in like a normal kind of <laughs> run in the mill family with great parents and um, a twin brother. Oh, cool. I actually don't think I knew that about you. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> We're very different and very the same, but I love him. He's great. He still lives in Michigan. Um, I'm expecting a baby. Woohoo. That's so awesome. that'll be the first grandchildren or grandchild. But um, the reason why I connected with Summer is because I um, have had body image issues and um, went through a clinical actual eating disorder. Um, when I was in college and kind of started in high school. Um, and so I had gone through all the, you know, clinical psychology and had a lot of appointments with many experts in eating disorders and, um, nothing really seemed to kind of get me through. Um, I just kept like reverting back and not being happy and thought that everything was like about, like just trying to fix everything or either, you know, I guess cover up what was, what I was actually feeling. Um, and I never really got down to the root of it. Um, I did kind of have a revelation when I was around 23, 24. Um, I was newly engaged, um, to my ex-husband, um, and he supported me with this and I went through a yoga um, kind of therapy, um, specifically for eating disorders, which kind of put the, I guess, kind of brought the whole treatment, um, to trying to say, how, I don't know how to say this, brought treatment, um, 
in a way that I, I could relate to it more. And there were a lot of people there. So I understood that I was not alone. Okay. Which so was a, resonant a, with you. Right. Mm-hmm. So that got me through the actual eating disorder, my, you know, the full blown eating disorder, but I still had a lot of disordered feelings and body image negativity and a lot of negative self-talk. Um, so I started listening to podcasts and um, Summer actually happened to be a guest on one of the podcasts I was listening to and it interested me and I um, kind of liked her vibe and the way she was kind of no bullshit. Because <laughs> 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 um, I... Traditional counseling just didn't agree with me. I was not the type of person that's like, how do you feel? Like, we're going to fix this. It'll be okay. Like, I wanted, like, no, this is what's going on. Like, kind of challenging me. Um, Because I feel like a lot of times, especially dealing with an eating disorder, you have the whole, like, you can hide anything. You can make things up. You can – it's very secretive. So to bust out of that was awesome. Um, and that's kind of what your program helped me do. Yeah. So like what, uh, let's go back to how you were feeling before that. I mean, if you, if you want to just tell people a little bit about what your frustrations were with, with the way that you felt about yourself or, you know, when you looked in the mirror, like, how did you feel about your body? I just felt like it was a constant judgment. Like I was always letting myself down or like not meeting a bar. Like I was always a perfectionist, but I didn't know how to actually be happy um I felt like I had no identity like everything was an identity with you know me being a doctor or me being thin or you know I never really had like the Emily you know identity that I would let out to anybody else like deep down inside I knew something was there but I feel like I like kept it locked up because I was afraid. And so I always identified myself with some kind of physical or, you know, something about me and not necessarily like me. Yeah. It's almost like a shield, you know, like the, I know Brene Brown talks about perfectionism being a shield and, and not being, you know, like your, your armor. And I mean, what was it like to, to, to carry that around or to not really, be who you thought you knew you were at your core or maybe you didn't know who you were but (laughs) you needed to get to know who you were well it's a huge um weight on your shoulders you never feel happy um you just feel I kind of felt like I was manic sometimes and kind of depressed because it was either like I had motive like I feel like a lot of times self doubt and and like having so much negativity around yourself either motivates you or it makes you really depressed. And the motivation I think was a negative motivation. So, um, it was just so much stress to carry around. Like just couldn't really enjoy things truly. Um, was always trying to like prove something to myself and I just couldn't like sit and just be, there you know yeah what wasn't enjoyable for you what were some of the things that just were not not what they are now I guess would be a good way of to ask that um pretty much (laughs) most relationships um 
I feel like a lot of my female relationships were not so great because I didn't really let anybody see me, you know? So everything was kind of a facade. There was like a kind of a, I guess you could say an armor or like a barrier between that. And because I was always comparing or like, I need to do this or I need to say this or I need to be this. We've talked about me <laughs> and my, my beast, um, <laughs> but <laughs> It definitely was something that made me not feel fulfilled with any kind of female relationship. So I think I just threw myself into either family because I knew that they wouldn't, I guess, judge me. And then threw myself into like male like relationships. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about your your release the beast. <laughs> so people actually know what that means. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, what made you decide to, to want to change? Like you, you know, you'd gone through the recovery. So you'd done the, the, you know, the eating disorder recovery. What made you decide to change and do this? Um, I just felt like I was like missing out on, on life. You know, I mean, you only live once you're, you know, I'm so young and I have so much, I guess I've had so much good in my life and I feel like I haven't really appreciated it because I've been stuck in this like kind of hole, you know, um, and I, I just didn't want to do it anymore. I felt like I was two different people and like there was the person that I wanted to be like kind of like standing out in the distance like, come on, like, why can't you get over this? And then like me fighting back with the, you know, pulling, it was, it's like the good and evil. Well, yeah. And it totally is right. You know, that's how we, well, not necessarily using like those words, but it is like, we all have this kind of, you know, like I call it your doppelganger, like your voice of fear, self-doubt, perfectionism. And it's like, which one are we? And then your authentic self, like which one are you actually taking direction from? Right. Yeah. Eventually I just think I, kind of kept pushing and pushing and pushing and just had to make that decision and didn't realize it would be so simple to just, it's not simple, but simple to just kind of say, what am I doing? Like, what is this? Yeah. So. Yeah. What I really get from you is that you, you recognized you had such a great life, but you weren't really living in it and you weren't really able to appreciate it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I always felt like I had all the tools, like you could read and books and do all this and know everything right to do. But then you're like, why, why can't I just, you know, enact it into my life? And then it just finally, I think to keep asking those questions and like getting that stimulation and hearing other people, you know, go through it and, um, actually writing it down and not just saying, oh, it's, you know, I, I it's fine. I got this under control, you know, kind of opens up a lot of, I guess, I, I don't know the word for it. <laughs> it opens it. Well, it's, it's the difference between like knowing and doing or, or, or thinking like that's a good idea and actually doing, doing things to make the changes. Right, right. Yeah. So what were some of the stepping stones that, that helped you most along the way? Um, as far as, like, rock your body goes? Yeah, yeah, just in our time together. Um, well, I think a lot of it, I, I think, um, 
kind of, I, I like your style of asking the question, like leaving it kind of open-ended um, and saying like, you know, when any of us on the calls came up with, you know, I'm dealing with this right now. It wasn't like you had a solution. You almost kind of let us figure out our own solutions, which is awesome because I feel like you can, it's coming from us and it's not like you saying you need to do this. You need to do this this way. And this is what worked for me because it might not, you know, and I think it makes things go a little deeper. Yeah. And so do you, uh, I mean, I, I remember so many moments with you, <laughs> you know, that we did some cool stuff together, in <laughs> the calls, um, <laughs> you know, like Backstreet Boys comes to mind, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> shaking your hair out is another one, um, uh, which uh, they're all kind of metaphors for just you, like really getting in touch with who you are at your core. Um, talk, you know, maybe, maybe pick one of those. Did you feel like it was like a highlight for you or you feel like it was one that really kind of created this shift in you and allowed you to, to, to do something different that you hadn't done before? Well, I definitely think that, um, the Backstreet Boys, um, <laughs> <laughs> Make a short or long story short, uh, Summer made me or suggested that I go back to a time where I was super happy with no reservations about my body image or where I, you know, just enjoyed myself. And I went back to like middle school dances <laughs> where we just, you know, rocked out to Backstreet Boys and, and made up dances and didn't care and like, you know, didn't have all these social pressures or or negativity or judgment or comparison and it was just so freeing and we danced together on the phone <laughs> we did we were like <laughs> doing the backstreet boys <laughs> yeah so uh, that was wonderful and then on a less or on a more um intense call when we went um into that visual visualization um where I kind of went into my darkest area um, and then kind of pulled myself out of it. And, you know, it was just very inspiring and just nothing I've ever done before. That was pretty cool. Yeah. What shifted for you after that or, or what did you learn coming out of that? Well, I think I had a lot of issues with kind of being just like middle ground. And we've talked about this where I didn't really think that I could be completely happy. And I had a lot of fear around that. Like if I was completely happy, like then I could fall a lot farther and get let down a lot more. Um, and you kind of challenged that. And I think with that visualization, it really brought me to the point where I'm like, well, I can be happy. And you know what? What's the worst that can happen if if I get let down, I get let down I get up, get back on and not being happy is worse than not having that high. And I think that kind of let me realize that cause I didn't have that feeling before. Yeah. And then what changed for you afterwards? Um, I think that I just let myself, you know, I didn't, I let myself get to that 
happiness point. I let myself laugh uncontrollably, let go, you know, be myself. And I feel like the more I do that, the more addictive it becomes and the better um, and the more authentic I am to myself. Yeah. And that was really the metaphor for release the beast was you just like letting go, like dropping the armor, you know, and just, and letting your true self show, show up in social situations and your relationships and just to be able to truly be, to be in the moment instead of, um, uh, you know, so tied to, to pretending to be something that you think other people want. Right. Yeah. And it kind of made me realize, um, or kind of separated the whole me seeing other people in certain ways. Like if I can explain this. So when I'd be in social settings, like the, who I thought was the cutest girl or the, you know, like the most poised or put together, um, in the past, um, was the person that I aspired to be. But then now I'm like, I want to be the fun one. I want to be the one that's laughing and enjoying myself and not caring about like stupid stuff that doesn't even matter, you know? So my mindset has just changed completely. And so I think that reflects on myself too, because then I don't feel like I have to be, I mean, I still have elements of social anxiety that I still have to work on, but like at the same time, so does everybody else, but (laughs) yeah, but I think it, it changed my mindset. And so I don't you know, I guess make my ideal person has changed yeah. in my mind. And it's not about body image. It's more about the inner me versus the outer me. Okay, cool. That's awesome. So what's different for you now? I mean, if you look at where you were maybe, you know, a few months ago versus, you know, who you are today and what, how you're living your life today, what's changed? Um, I think I do more for myself. Um, to kind of nourish my soul versus doing what I think is right, like for society or what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, like some days I used to have like a lot of guilt around having like a, a personal day essentially. Um, and just like lazing around or like watching a marathon of TV shows. But now I'm like, you know what, if that's what I want to do and that's what I need today, I'm going to do it. So I think it has just given me um, a lot more happiness. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, you seem so much – you do seem so much happier, like just more calm and relaxed. Like there was always more – I don't want to say you were were tense, but but yeah, you – I don't know. It is like the weight has been lifted. That's Mm -hmm. what I see. What does that feel like? (laughs) Um, It feels pretty amazing. Um, I feel like I am finally living the life that I want to live and that I have a lot of relationships that are kind of improving because of it, you know, and like really, I don't think I'm a hundred percent fulfilled yet, but I think that I'm, I'm feeling like I can get there and I, and not that anybody is ever a hundred percent, but you know, that I actually am allowing myself to instead of just hiding. So, yeah. So talk to me. What's, what's different about your relationships now? Um, I feel like they're more real, um, and authentic and 
Um, even though there may be more good and bad, um, I think that there is truth to them. Um, so it's not just the fake, like, oh my gosh, we're friends, you know, like hanging out. It's, it's, I've kept the friendships that I want to keep and I have gotten rid of ones that I don't, not that they weren't good in the past, but just they're not serving me anymore. And I, I think that being, I got true to myself as, 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 made me a better person and that relationships are not like, I feel like they're not as, I'm sorry. Um, I feel like they're, it's not pressure to have like, Oh, I need so many friends. I need to do this. I need to be doing this. It's I'm making myself better because I have people surrounding me that I want to be with. And they're like genuinely great people. That's so cool. That's so good. And I know you were on a trip recently. Um, what was different about that trip for you? I mean, what was that experience like compared to maybe what trips have been like in the past for you? So, um, we went to Europe, which was amazing. And we did a bike trip in Scotland and there were a lot of challenging experiences because it's Scotland and there's a lot of hills, (laughs) but, um, I think it allowed myself to really truly enjoy the moment and not worry about yesterday and the, and the future. And, um, I mean, I had my moments, but I definitely felt like I got the most out of the vacation and I did not, um, I wasn't like shooting, you know, I, I was just like Brene Brown says, you know, the shoulds. I was doing what I wanted and what I felt. And I think that made me appreciate it so much more. Yeah. I know ultimately like you wanted to just, you know, you wanted to be happier. You wanted to enjoy life more. Do you feel like you're living your, do you feel like that you're getting those experiences more now? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Good. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, well, I mean, you've been, you, and uh, well, one more question, I guess I have two more questions, but, you know, when you look at yourself in the mirror now, what do you think? I mean, I still have some underlying judgment sometimes, um, because everybody has their good and bad days. We've talked about that, but (laughs) um, I definitely have a lot of moments where I'm like, you know what, this is an amazing, like, I am amazing and I don't look at myself like as a body. I look at myself as a whole person now and I think that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. And so what's it what's it been like to get all of this baggage off? Uh, it's a huge weight lifting off your shoulders. I mean it's it just day to day stuff that normally would be so difficult, um, is so much easier. Um, there's a lot of, um, I guess I just, just not as stressful. (laughs) It was just a, I can't even explain in words how much stress it is to just carry around like this. Like, it's like you're pulling like 50 pounds of weight all the time. Like, oh, and you just have a headache and you just, I feel like your body almost like manifests like the stress as like 
almost like an illness. And I, I don't feel like that. I have so much more energy now and, um, yeah, passion, I guess. So. Passion. Cool. That's so good. That's yeah. amazing. Well, what's one piece of advice you have for people listening today? Um, I think the best, um, advice that I have is to challenge yourself, um, and to dive deep, whether you're really fearful or not, just to push through that fear, because the more you push through it, I think the farther you, you go and that not everything changes immediately. It takes time, but it's a hundred percent worth it. Yeah, that's so cool. Thank you so much for that. I mean, I've seen you come such a long way and you were always willing to go all in, even when I wanted to just do weird things with you, um, which clearly were memorable and worked. So that's really good (laughs) because sometimes (laughs) you just don't know. Backstreet Boys may not resonate with everybody, which is... why you had to come up with that one. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I've, I've just loved seeing you along the way. And I've loved seeing the changes that you've made and being able to truly enjoy life and, you know, just getting emails from you um, and updates just saying that, you know, you were like you, you know, you went away and the trip was different or you, you've moved and every like things are just different for you. Um, I, I just think that you're such an inspiration because, um, you know, having had an eating disorder in in the past um like that's that's pretty heavy stuff and so you know looking at how far you've come in your life and and doing this to really get to know who you are it's it's a beautiful thing so you have so much to be proud of so I'm just celebrating over here with you because I just think you're awesome and um yeah thank you for sharing this today well you are so sweet and you I I love you for all of this. So (laughs) I love you, girl. I love you. And I know this is just goodbye for this recording, but rock on Emily. (laughs) Emily is such a badass. I just love she went all in with this. And uh, as you can see, life is better for her now, which is amazing. Next up, we have Heather. Heather resented and hated her body because of health issues that she was experiencing. And that was negatively impacting the way that she felt about herself and distracting her from the other kind of core things that were going on in her life and the other issues um, that uh, ultimately she was able to address to really create a life that has more pleasure and happiness. Um, I'm super excited for you to hear this one too. So here is Heather's story. Again, you can go to summerinandin.com forward slash spotlight if you want to watch the video. Hello, Heather. Hi. Welcome. I'm so grateful that you are taking the time to share your story with everybody here. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> yes, you are one of my Rock Your Body feature featured stories and I'm pumped that um we're doing this audio and video so for people watching this they get to see mm-hmm. see you and hear you share your story. So, why don't you just tell everyone just a little bit about who you are, what you do, where you live? Um, I'm Heather Shalou. I live in upstate New York near Saratoga Springs. Um, New York is very big. Most people think Buffalo or New York City. I'm like right in the middle of both of those. Um, <laughs> I am a librarian at a college 
And I'm also an artist and have my own art and creativity coaching business. Um, I live with my boyfriend of 10 years and our cat. <laughs> and uh, I think I've just been doing a lot of work on um, really getting to my own authenticity. And this was a big part of that for me. Yeah, amazing. So cool. So why don't you tell everybody a little bit about what you were like or what your relationship to your body was like before Rock Your Body? Before Rock Your Body, I was dealing with a lot of health concerns. And for me, I just kept focusing that as weight. Um, but not just my weight. It was like I felt like my body was the enemy. Like my body was doing something to me. Like why? Why is this happening to me? Um, any pain issues I was having would make me angry and resentful. Um, focusing on my weight, and then that can happen a lot. Even if you just go talk to doctors, you know, if you're having back problems, they'll be like, "Oh, maybe you just need to work out. You need to lose some weight." And it just kept getting replayed in my head. Like the weight is the reason. The weight is the reason. Mm -hmm. And I, I got to a point where I was getting really obsessed, like in an unhealthy way. And it was funny because what I was obsessing over was health and nutrition. <laughs> um, yes. So yeah, I just like, I was obsessed. I was like, there has to be an answer. Something has to fix this. And I was trying everything and reading everything and just constantly like absorbed in it. And, like most of my social media feeds were all like, these are the answers, this anti-inflammatory, this, and lose the, and it was just all constantly in my face, and it just made it worse and worse, and it all piled up, and at the same time, I wasn't really being myself, like, I wasn't dressing like myself, I wasn't showing up at work, I wasn't doing what I love in my life, so I was just generally completely miserable <laughs> all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like there was some resentment against your body, too, yes. just for the, you know, the connection between your weight and, and health. Is that what that was from? Yeah, a lot of it was that. Like, I always kind of grew up being told, you know, like, thinner is healthier. And, you know, and, and even my whole family would always, you know, like they'd pat your tummy and be like, oh, okay, good, you're, you're healthy now. You know, it was just that constant mindset and reminder that that was what health was. So if anything was wrong with me, I felt like that must be, like I have to fix that and then everything will be better. Right. And, you know, and that's on top of just the social <laughs> general body image stuff. So it was like health and, you know, like I'm, and all of it was just really like I'm not enough. Mm -hmm. And and it all just focused on my body and my weight. What did you want for yourself? Um, I wanted back then. I wanted to like find some answers that would make everything better. <laughs> and the I one missing nutrient. What <laughs> yeah, That's what that, I always that say. Fantastic miracle something <laughs> would fix everything, and um, I. I I don't think I even knew exactly what I wanted, but I just had this idea in my head that if my body was a certain way, everything else would fall into place. Um, and uh, I feel very differently now <laughs> about all of it. So, so cool. Yeah. I mean, what inspired you to to take, I, I mean, I can take the leap to look at it through a different lens and, and kind of see that maybe your body isn't the problem or fixing your body isn't a solution. Well, I've started doing a lot of work with um, it's like intuitive art 
And there's a lot of personal work with that, not just the creativity. And a lot of what was coming up for me was messages, like from my own intuition, I guess, um, about how I felt about myself. And it just kept happening. And like, I was constantly in like, I went to a retreat where you had to paint focused on things like abundance or, you know, fearlessness. And then there was the self-love table. And and I was like, oh, I don't want to, no, I don't want to go there. Okay. Okay. And I was like, no way. And then at the end, we were all just like having fun painting and of course I'm over in abundance like yay and then she's like now go to the one you resist the most and I was like no <laughs> so <laughs> you know it was it was a block to a point that I was very obvious about the block um and so it kind of clicked with me you know just sitting there making myself look at it and how I felt about it and uh that was about a year and a half ago Okay. Um, and and I just slowly started looking at how much work I needed to do there, but also just even how I talk to myself and the thoughts I have about myself. Um, I did a stress reduction program where I did meditation, and I realized being more aware and mindful, I was noticing like I was imposing my negative thoughts on strangers around me. Like, they must think that of me. Totally, yes. We forget. Yeah, yes. I had no idea. And, like, I, like, looked at, I was walking because we did, like, a meditative walk. And I was like, why are you thinking those people think such horrible things about you? They don't even know you. I don't think they even looked at you. You know, it was, like, when I really realized that's what was going on in my head because I was paying attention, <laughs> I was just kind of like, what are you doing? Yes. And uh, it, it. Just, you know, little aha moments built up to it. And then I realized, you know, I did lots of work over the past year or so. And I got to the point where this was like the big, the big, big issue was body image. Um, because it not only related to how I present myself, how I act, how I show up in my life, but also just how I feel. And it was affecting my health. Like the more I blamed my body for not feeling well, the worse I felt. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so you, you know, you did the program. What were some of the stepping key stepping stones or things that really um, made the biggest shifts for you throughout throughout that time? Well, I loved having the online support group. Like it really makes you see that there are other people like you. Mm -hmm. um, and you could do the work at your own pace, which is really, really good because everybody you know, sometimes you fall behind, sometimes you want to do everything right away, but it's nice. The pace of it really helped a lot. Um, and then you can just kind of see where everybody else is and it kind of let, it almost opens your perspective a little bit because they can see things a little bit differently that you might not catch when you share with one another. Yeah. Um, the play sheets are like, like, it's almost like a workbook once you put it all together. I liked that a lot because it gave me the opportunity to um, just really sit down and focus on separate aspects without even necessarily seeing how it related to everything. So I wasn't worried about like, oh, how does this look? You know, when I do this, I was just answering different questions and different prompts. Um, certain certain exercises were really, really eye-opening too. And it was just kind of like, oh. You know, like once you're going through the whole thing, you're like, oh, I had no idea. But the way they're, they're worked out make you not really 
overthink while you're doing them. I guess it's the best way to, to phrase it. Like you're just kind of filling stuff out and then suddenly you're kind of like, oh, like you, you catch yourself and you realize something that you maybe had no idea you do or think all the time. So true. Yeah. Yeah. And what were some of the, like the, the milestones for you in terms of your transformation? Um, with my transformation, some big ones were, um, there was one exercise we did where we talked about different parts of our body mm-hmm. and we had to list a certain number of body parts. And I realized how disconnected I was from my own body because I was like, do I have that many body parts? You know, like I couldn't think cause I was so focused on the outside. So I was, you know, like, okay, hair, face. And, and then I'm, you know, and then I start thinking about, oh yeah, we have organs. We have all these different parts and so cool. that, that was really cool because it showed me how much more a body is and like how much a body does. And it made me almost think of it like scientifically instead of like, you know, Oh, this is just how I look and you know what everybody think. And then it was like, no bodies are really cool. Bodies do all kinds of stuff. And it made me really look at it from a completely different perspective. Yeah. Which I think is so cool for you because you had such a strong resentment and then mm-hmm. to go to this place of um, and look at it uh, more objectively and with the, with the, through the lens of appreciation, I thought I mm-hmm. think that that for you that's that's so cool that you were able yeah. to do that. I think that's why that was such a big milestone for me because it was that shift, and I realized like my body, even though I have you know certain limitations, my body still does a lot, a lot of work and a lot of stuff that I wasn't seeing because I was focused so much on what I considered negative. Um, that I wasn't even thinking about all the stuff that was, you know, I, I wake up and breathe every day. I don't have to think about that. Yeah. (laughs) I can go wherever I want. I'm able to, you know, move around and do things for myself. And, you know, I was acting almost like I was like, I can't do anything anymore. My life is over. I can't, you know, and it was so dramatic. (laughs) It's always body drama, you know? (laughs) So, um, what are you able to do now that you weren't able to do before? Well, now, like, for example, I'm on video right now, and I'm not staring at myself and checking my hair every five seconds and making sure I look okay or like, oh, God, what am I doing now? I'm just, I'm much more relaxed um, as myself, and I'm not, like, constantly, like, tugging on my clothes and trying to cover up. It's just feeling more at ease, Um, just being, I guess, is the best way to put that. It's true. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, I dress very much how I want, which is very colorful and funky and artsy. And, and I'll even, you know, like I even sometimes will go to work in like hippie clothes just cause I don't think anybody cares. <laughs> like nobody's objecting. So it's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so I'm just starting to, you know, cause at work, especially that's where I had a big block with like how I dress, like how I am is not okay for work. And so I was like wearing all these clothes and it made me feel even like blushy and frumpy and like not like myself at all. So once I got rid of a lot of those and built up a wardrobe that was like stuff that fit me right and that felt good on and that looked like me, that made a really big difference. And you don't realize how emotional clothes are (laughs) until you do something like that. But, um, 
I'm actually, you know, I, I, I've gotten so much that I had to like do like a whole overhaul of my wardrobe just to make sure I have enough room. Cause I got so much stuff that I like that fits me now that I had to, uh, move stuff around and make some baskets to hold some clothes and stuff. Cause now I have so much that I love that I don't need to worry about, you know, like instead of digging through all the stuff that doesn't fit and, or that I don't like, it's, it's nice to have that transition and just be like, I love all my clothes. I can wear whatever I want. Yeah. And one of the things I remember was, um, you know, one of the first things we do is, is, you know, we kind of paint this picture of, of who the woman is that we, that we want to be or who we think is inside of us that wants to come out. And then we revisit that again towards the end and look at, okay, what, you know, how, you know, are, are we this woman or or, you know, what was out of alignment between what we, who we thought we were and who we actually were. And I think your, like your, um, your insights into that were so cool because you actually realized you're like, wait a minute. Like I had kind of thought I needed to be this very, this woman that would be sort of externally validated by society. Yeah. Like what you thought a woman should be versus mm-hmm. who you really are. Do you want to talk about that a bit? Cause I thought that was like really Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, when I did the first exercise, I just wrote everything that I thought I wanted to be. And then when I went back and looked at it again about what I wanted to be like at the end of the program, it was much more true to my own personality and how I am. And some of them I could transition over pretty easily and just tweak a little bit. But I was putting a lot of pressure on myself to... Um, worry about what other people thought of me. So everything I had to be was still about that. But also I was trying to make myself be really extroverted, which I'm not at all. Yes. <laughs> and it's okay that I want to go home and just watch TV and be left alone at night. And I don't have to go out and, you know, socialize and then just all these things that I was like, no, you don't have to be like that in crowds. If you don't like crowds, don't be in crowds. And, you know, and so it made me really see myself better and appreciate who I actually am. Yeah. That's um, awesome. That's so yeah. cool. And what, how, like, how does this feel for you? You know, if you were to think about how you felt before, I know you mentioned just like you didn't feel very good. Like talk about how you feel now. I feel much more comfortable with myself. Um, Body image, but not just body image. It's like me as a whole Um, and being able to see myself as a whole person. And, you know, it's not just like my value is not from how I look or even from what I do, it's who I am and like what I give to the world. So I'm able to look at it differently that way. Um, But I'm also able to see what I need because of the type of person I am. So if I'm on the go a lot nonstop and I'm starting to burn out and that's when I'm going to feel like shit and not feel well and hurt all over and be tired and not want to do anything, then I need, I know I need to take the time for myself to have quiet time and relax and plan it. Um, because otherwise I'm just going to burn out and you know, the cycle starts with, um, not feeling well and being miserable. And then, you know, the anxiety and depression starts heightening up a little bit. And that's something I've dealt with since I was young. So I, I can see it better now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that I just, I manage. It's, it's manageable. And I know when I need to have those darker days and feel it out, but I don't stay there. Yeah. 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 yeah what's your relationship to health like now? Um, with health, I'm much more relaxed about it. 
and I can separate what matters to me from like what is I'm bombarded with, which I cut out a lot of that too. Like I cut out all that stuff from my social media feeds and I try not to watch stuff on TV and magazines and all that. I've cleared that out. So I'm not constantly bombarded with these ideas of magical fixes and things that are going to cure me of who knows what. Um, and not having that always going on and instead having positive stuff, it makes a huge difference. And even little stuff, like I subscribe to every single um, inclusive size or plus size clothing store newsletter. So I'm constantly getting emails of women that look like every body type, not just one body type. And it's making me feel more, I guess, more aware and conscious of all body types. Um, and that makes me just feel much more relaxed, I guess. And like, I don't feel so focused on, you know, like celebrity gossip and what everybody's doing. And actually, you know, like you get the opportunity sometimes to be like, I don't care about this on Facebook, on the side things. I'm constantly like, I don't care what they're doing. I don't care about that. <laughs> and it feels good to be like, I don't care about it. Um, and it, and it's, it's a relief. It's like such a relief to not have that weight. Yeah. Um, just like bearing down, like constantly thinking about it. And I feel like health is so much more like I look at my blood work, my blood works great. You know, that's health, you know, the facts, <laughs> how I feel, you know, what I'm able to do. Um, that's what health is. It's not like some magical number or, you know, some magical cure <laughs> that's going to fix everything for the rest of my life. It's, it's a much broader definition of health, um, but it's much easier to achieve because I was already kind of there and was mostly just stressing myself out and making myself have a lot of a lot more issues than I was having before yeah you just seem so much more calm like at yeah. peace you know relaxed much more sure of who you are it's not yeah. like trying to figure it out you just you just you like you said you're just being and I know that sounds like such a woo-woo way of saying it or like in the you know it's a very like coachy way of saying it yeah. as well but <laughs> Uh, you know, to, I, I, I completely understand what you mean by it. And, and I see that I see that in you, too. And I think that that's just it's so inspiring. Well, thank you. Yeah, it feels good. And I always feel funny talking like that because I do a lot so much of this work. Like, that's how I talk now. <laughs> I know. Coaching <laughs> so talk. Like, was that too woo woo for you? <laughs> I know. Yes, thank you for saying. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, um, so yeah. I mean, any anything else that you want to say, talk about in terms of how it feels to get this baggage off your shoulders? Um, getting it off your shoulders is. I don't even know how to fully express how it feels, but it's like it's it's opening a door of opportunity. So this is just the beginning. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I kind of just feel like, yeah, this is all new. It's not necessarily uncomfortable, but it's, it's new. But then it, I'm like, this is just a start. You know, this is just the start of me 
being willing to do stuff and go out and be comfortable as myself. So you kind of start to wonder like, well, who knows what, you know, a year is going to bring or five years. You know, I, I can't even imagine where I might end up now. And before it would always be like, this is where I want to be. And, you know, and like, you know, it was always like milestones of your birthday at New Year's and like what you want to do at such and such an age. And now I'm like, I don't care. Everything's, everything's, who knows? <laughs> Uh, I love that though. Just like this, this, um, you know, it's like this new chapter of possibility. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. So, um, what's one piece, like what's one piece of advice you would have for, for, for women? Um, for women in general, I think, um, it's hard to realize that almost everybody feels this way. And I know there was a moment in the support group where quite a few of us, like, there are people of all sizes and shapes in the group. And I think that shocked some of us. Um, mm -hmm. And I think especially if you may carry more weight, you frequently will think that people who don't, don't have this problem. And it's really, it's almost like a, a feminist issue. <laughs> it know, is. Like, it, it's not, it's yeah, it is. In general, it's not, it it's not any one type of woman that's experiencing it. It's all of us. And we all see the same things in the media. And we're all fed the same stuff. And it's like through generations. Cause like I can listen to my grandmother still talk about how she needs to lose weight. And I'm like, seriously, you're in your eighties. You still care about this. And you know, it's, it's a, a cultural issue and the only way that we can really make the change is with ourselves um, and empowering ourselves and then we can lift each other up so yeah hell yes to that oh my god I love that wait yeah. way to go that's an awesome yeah. advice yes it's so true though like one woman at a time you know one woman yeah. at a time and then we inspire others and it grows and grows and grows and I yeah, I mean, I'm I'm always an optimist, but I fully believe that, and I, I just so I, I love that you that you uh, left it on that note because that's yeah. that's great. Well, thank you so much, Heather. This was amazing. I loved catching up with you, and I know that um, you're probably going to be back doing it again in September, oh, okay. or bits and pieces, or at least you'll be in the group. Um, you're basically, you're with me for life, <laughs> uh, which I'm excited about cause I love to see all the stuff you're doing. And, um, yeah, I mean, you've been, you, just one more thing, cause you've been doing really cool stuff with your art coaching and blending uh -huh. some body image stuff in, yes. in that. What's that, what's that been like for you? Um, it's been really interesting because, um, I see it as something that totally works together. Um, and I actually went to a retreat with other coaches who are certified to do what I do. And I presented to them some of the ideas from this group. And we all did paintings where we traced our body and then painted whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, it was very, very moving because you could um, – it almost lets you tap into, like, what you – deeply know about yourself like your truth in a way that isn't blocked by thoughts and words because doing creativity gets past that um, and it relaxes you and kind of expresses things that you don't necessarily know are there um, so it was really interesting to see not only what I came up with but what some friends came up with and uh, we all kind of came up with some really cool artwork from it too <laughs> Yeah. Um, but it was really fascinating to see just how diverse everything was and how different it was. Um, 
And I see, I see it as a really good way to tap into things because there are so many layers that sometimes it's hard to see beyond the first layer where we tend to start out. And sometimes the creative activities can get past that without you having to work so hard to do it. Um, So I think it's a really good fit. Yeah, cool. Yeah, no, it's awesome. I love what you were doing. I thought that was really, um, really amazing and inspiring. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much, Heather. This was awesome. And yes, it's good to see you. (laughs) And I know we'll see each other again soon. Okay, rock on. These women are total badasses, and I am the one that is so grateful and honored that I got to be a part of their journey and be a part of their life. Uh, I just, I, I mean, I just, it blows my mind when I hear about how how far um, these women have come over the past few months, and I hope that that inspires you to keep going on your journey, whatever that looks like for you, with whatever means you are doing it. If you want to know more about Rock Your Body and get access to the free mini course, go to rockyourbodynow.com. The three-month Rock Your Body full fall program begins on October 3rd. Enrollment is open September 15th, and it will be open until September 30th. Uh, This year, there's some really killer, huge bonuses that are going along with that. So definitely check that out. Rockyourbodynow.com for all those details. And hopefully I will see you backstage and this will be your story. Until next time, rock on. Will you ever get sick of me saying that? Hopefully not.